0: Welcome to the Confidence in You podcast designed to help you build confidence and create positive lasting change in your life. And here's your host, Helen Luxford.
1: Today on the Confidence in You podcast, we have a special guest, Mark Foley. If you'd like to look at the video of today's podcast, please click on the link below and head over to Helen Luxford at YouTube and you can watch the video. Otherwise, just stay tuned, and here comes the podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Confidence & You podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Margaret Foley. Margaret is the founder of Queen of My Own Universe and Infinite Mind Life Coaching. She is a co-author of a recently published book, Goodbye, Busy, Hello, Happy?, And she has also been nominated for two categories in the 2022 Oz Mumpreneur Awards. And also nominated in the Raw Success Awards in the category of Making a Difference. A little bit about Margaret. After being hospitalized with burnout for the third time in five years, wow. Margaret resigned from the corporate grind of a high paying 250K a year job as a senior vice president of a global software business. And as we know, that comes with a lot of pressure. And she set out to help prevent others from experiencing or to recover from the effects of stress and burnout and the mental health issues that are part and parcel of these issues. Margaret spent 30 plus years in corporate workplaces and experienced firsthand the ever increasing demands on employees and the devastating impact of workplace stress and the emergence of the always on work culture, particularly in today's environment. Margaret is passionate about educating employers and employees about how to introduce mindfulness into the workplace and personal life and to improve mental health and physical wellbeing, workplace performance and engagement and live a happy life. Outside of her corporate role, Margaret has had her own personal journey with mental health, experiencing postnatal depression after the birth of her first son in 2002 which would be part of her life for the next decade. During her recent burnout, Margaret was diagnosed with depression, anxiety, chronic stress, and workplace-related PTSD, and a host of other physical illnesses that were all interrelated. Her recovery from mental illness and burnout through mindfulness and deep connection to self, to now leading a happy, happy, healthy, and fulfilled life is an inspiring story that resonates with many and we are lucky enough today to have her here with us so welcome Margaret. Thank you so much Helen,
0: kind of a little bit humbling uh, when you when you read all that out you go yeah been through a little bit of stuff but we're here and we're happy and we're healthy um, and I'm
1: delighted to be here to chat with you today. Thank you so much and your experience will not be um, you know you're not on your own there'll be a lot of people and and me personally I was working in corporate as well have experienced some of the things that you have experienced not to your extent but there'll be a lot of people that can relate to your story and you spreading your message will be able to help so many people so tell me what inspired you to start your businesses infinite mind life coaching and queen of my own universe great question well I guess
0: the burnout um, was really what it was all about and I had you know to go through an awful lot so part of that recovery process was stepping back and looking at what can I do to heal myself you know I had been in and out of talking therapies for 20 plus years um, since the onset of my first experience with depression I had tried lots of very traditional approaches and my GP um, kept saying to me you know Margaret. Literally, it's stress. You're killing yourself with stress. You need to meditate, sleep more, eat better, and you know, lose some weight. Um, doing fairly well with three out of the four. Still, still working on the losing weight. Um, but it was when I when I had um, the, the last hospitalisation and my blood pressure was two hundred and ten on one hundred and forty. <gasps> Wow. I was literally a heart attack or a stroke waiting to happen. Um, and I needed to make some, some pretty significant changes. So I turned to the stuff that I had previously thought was all woo-woo. You know, people that like, oh, you should meditate. Like, what, what does that do, really? You know, you yeah. should try this. You should try that. And suddenly I was like, well, do you know what? I, I felt like I tried everything else. I did not want to go down the medication route again because I knew that that was not lasting for me. And I wanted to, to really to really go inwards um, this time. So I started to work with a spiritual coach. I started to do all this woo-woo stuff that I previously thought was rubbish. And it all it all worked. And what it did is it tapped into this sense in me that everything I need in order to be well is inside me. I just had this overwhelming sense. Like, you've actually got this girl. It's there. You just yeah. don't know it yet. So I went looking for it, which turned out to be me. Um, and learnt how to really connect to myself, what that self needed, um, and that as long as I knew how to connect back into myself, I could find a way to keep on moving forward. So how did I go from, you know, running, running the corporate world to, to this? And it wasn't quite I woke up one morning and went, oh, I'm going to quit my job. Uh, it felt like that at the time. I just, I'd always had this sense that I was destined to do something great with my life. And I thought that greatness was to have this amazing career, to be a CEO, to earn a lot of money, to have the house and the cars and the clothes and all that stuff. And suddenly I had all of the normal stuff. Exactly. The normal definition of greatness and success. And here I was, I had all that and I had never been more unhappy and more miserable and more sick in my entire life. So returning to it couldn't possibly be the answer Hmm. that I needed. And that couldn't be the greatness because greatness shouldn't feel like this. No. So um, I, you know, as part of the work that I was doing to connect to myself, I realized that my greatness was actually to go and help others. To go and take, you know, when I first left school, I was actually went to uni to become a teacher. So I've always wanted to teach and educate and help. And I realized this is this is what it is. I didn't want any other person to ever go through what i had been through you know my personal story which is lightly lightly touched on in there um, it's written about in the, in the book though a little a little more um, resonates with so many women so yeah. many women but um, I don't want another woman to go through it so Queen of Mind Universe was the first business that I started to get quite to help women really connect to themselves uncover their true potential and really really step into the power that you have as a beautiful woman. And then I kept getting requests, well, can I help men, can I help men? And I went, yeah, I can help men, absolutely. And really focus more on the mindset side of things. So Queen of Mind Universe is is quite a deep spiritual connection um, business and Infinite Mind is really about mindset habits um, and connection to self in a, a more balanced
1: way. Fantastic, thanks for sharing that. So it seems like you are quite busy. Right? and running these businesses, but you seem very energised and, and very, very focused and happy and not stressed. So what's your biggest challenge that you're facing either in business or in life right now, and how are you tackling that?
0: Super question. I am. The irony is I walked away from the corporate world because I was working, like a 60-hour week was a quiet week for me, um, and I'm still back to working like 60 hours, but I don't feel like I'm working. This does yeah. not feel like a job at all. The biggest challenge I'm, I'm facing at the moment is actually learning to sell myself mm. and do it in a way that really feels comfortable to me and is in alignment with my values. Um, you know, I was in sales for 30 plus years. I know how to sell. I know how to communicate. I know how to figure out what people need and give them mm. what they want. Like that's, that's what I did for a living. But now I'm not selling a piece of software and I'm not selling a product. I'm selling me and I'm selling my story and Putting myself out there in a way that I don't feel like I'm doing, I'm not being boastful or I'm not being arrogant, but I'm being confident yeah. in myself that my story has value and what I offer will help change people's lives is um, is a yeah, big challenge. Selling myself, how am I doing it? Um, first and foremost, um, meditation and mindfulness um, really really helps me um, yeah. with that. It really helps me settle the ego connect back into self and um calm those nerves and quiet quiet that chatter that goes on in my head so that imposter syndrome stuff that comes up that tells me that who really wants to hear your story and is it really that interesting and who do you think you are like all of that that still that still pops up so mindfulness and meditation helps me just quiet that back down again um, and work through things so when that imposter syndrome in particular comes up or the perfectionist in me Yes, comes, comes to the fore, which was my perfectionist tendencies were really at the heart of my burnout. It wasn't actually the job; it was me that that, that did it. Um, reminding myself of everything I have already achieved uh, yes. in the past, so that gives me
1: evidence. So when I'm questioning, "Can I do this?" I'm like, "Look what you've done before." But how often? How often do we stop and look at where, how much we've achieved, and where we've come from? We're always looking at what we haven't done and where we're going and i know working with clients and for myself working with clients as well that if we stop and we look we look back down the mountain we've come a very long way but we're looking to get to the peak and it's like that's what we're focusing on we've still got so far to go but look how far we've come Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and with imposter syndrome and confidence in self stopping reflecting and acknowledging the great work that you've already done in the past in various areas of your life is so important to help you just pick up and I've got this, am I going to be okay, yeah?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. It's a critical piece. I still do it to myself when I have those wobbly moments and I am doubting myself and going, should you just give all this up and go back and get a real job and all, all those conversations that pop up for me every now and then. I call on the fact that I've done this or I get a new idea. Oh, I should do that. And then I'm like, well, can you? And then I'm like, well, yeah. (laughs) I can sell ice to Eskimos. I have run businesses before. I am a great time management. I am awesome with people. I am super creative. I can now just rattle off all the things that I am good at and remind myself that you can do this. And you've got all of this evidence that you've done it before. Yes, And then the last thing I do, or I guess in conjunction with that is every day I look in the mirror before I go online for a presentation and before I meet with a client, whatever it is, I stare myself in the mirror. And sometimes i even like high five myself. Uh, Mel Robbins has written a great book called The High Five Habit. I absolutely love it. You feel like an absolute idiot going, oh, high five me Mm -hmm. the first couple of times that you do it. But seeing yourself as you, not the wrinkles, the hair, having a bad hair day, whatever it is, you don't see that. You see you. Yes. And I sometimes just look at myself in the mirror and I go, "You got this, girl." Yeah, so powerful. And then I go get it, and yes. it's super, super. Like looking at yourself with love and not with criticism or shame or blame or any of that stuff, and just looking at yourself and going, "You got
1: this," and I believe in you. That that's a daily thing for me. And you're right, and I have done things. a bit of mirror work myself. And it is the first time you do it, you're like, wow, like <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this feels yeah. a bit odd. But the more that you do that and can connect back to self, mm-hmm. uh, and that and you're right, the reason we all have the resources inside of us to do wonderful things in this world, but it's that confidence and getting rid of that inner critic and that and that imposter syndrome that creeps up that if we can quieten that, we can go on to do wonderful things. So What's one lesson that your job has taught you at any of your jobs or that you think everyone should learn at some point
0: in their life? Ooh, good question. This is is a
1: tough one. Um,
0: One lesson that everyone should learn, I think, is to not get attached to a specific outcome. Yes,
1: that's a great advice.
0: Now, this is so contrary to what we get taught all the way through from growing up in the business world about setting a goal. Set a goal, have a target, and, and single-mindedly just focus on that. Put those blinkers on and everything you do is about achieving that and not achieving that equals failure. Yes. Yeah. So to me, not being attached to a singular object or, or goal. Um, and people look at me when I'm crazy and I'm like, I don't teach goal setting. When I work with my clients, I do not teach goal setting. I focus on the outcome that we're trying to achieve, which is the kind of life we want to live the kind of person we want to be so if you want to get attached to anything because the mind likes certainty and it feels like it needs to get something if you have to attach to anything attach to becoming a kind of person so what do I mean by that um so for example I could set an intention I could say that um I want to sign five new clients a month and earn x thousand dollars Because that's what we're typically told, set a hard, fast goal that's measurable and all of that smart, goal stuff. And so then I get obsessed. Where are my five clients coming from? Where is the money coming from? If instead I just set an intention that I want to become a person um, who has financial abundance and attracts the right client people who want to come and work with me and I do it from that place, instead of the the money and the goal, then I'm going to do it with much more ease and grace and without as much stress on myself. And, you know, what am I trying to do? Am I trying to just get five clients or am I trying to be financially abundant?
1: Which, yes. Which one is and it, yeah? That's a really good point because people, you know, they strive for the car and the house and the holidays and the jewellery and all the Insta life. But what do they really want? They want to be happy. mm mm-hmm. So if we strive to make ourselves happy, and Abraham Hicks talks about putting yourself in the happiness zone, just do what makes you happy and the rest mm-hmm. will come. Uh, but it's a very different mentality to what we're taught in corporate world, in school and everything. Mm-hmm. So changing that mindset of focusing on achieving an object rather than achieving a feeling is yes. a really, that's really good advice. So aim for the feeling and the environment we want to achieve rather than Five kinds. Yep. Rather, the thing we want and aim for, how you want to feel. How you want to feel. That's fantastic. Now you mentioned um, Mel Robbins' book. What is Mm -hmm. one book that you would recommend to our
0: audience? Oh my God, I am I am a a book um, crazy person. Um, I. Probably almost a book um, a week. Sometimes I just had to go, You are not buying any books this week, Mary. I'll just say. Because there's like a dozen that I haven't read yet. Like, (laughs) stop it. You can't buy another one until you've read all of these (laughs) ones. Um, Current favourite book um, is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Yes, it's
1: a very Um, good book. It
0: is phenomenal. I first listened to a podcast um, that um, James was doing, I think it was with um, Brene Brown, and I hadn't even gotten to the end of the podcast. I'd already ordered the book. It, yeah. it just spoke to me. And so it also goes back into, I guess, that message that I just said before about what kind of person do I want to be? How do I want to feel, yeah. think, act, and live? And really break go, goes and says, you know, we know that breaking old habits and creating new ones is super hard. That's New years resolutions typically don't work, right? Yes. Because we get, this, we get this big idea that I'm going to go and do this really amazing thing. You know, 2022 is going to be the year of, you know, insert, you know, some ridiculous goal. Mm. And then they don't happen. And the reason that they don't happen is because the mindset and the behaviours and the feelings don't change as well. It's just a singular action that we change. So Atomic Habits really helps you to understand the mindset behind your habits, how to break those down into what James talks about as micro habits. Yes. And instead of taking big steps, how do we take little tiny baby ones and what tools and techniques, so things such as um, You know, instead of just stopping doing something, it's got to be like a one-in, one-out. Yes. Because the mind doesn't like a vacuum. So when you just stop doing something, the mind goes, "Oh my God, what are we doing? What are we doing? I feel that spot. I feel that spot. Where Mm. is it?" Mm. And typically, it's. I mean, the mind likes its job is to keep you safe. Yes. And safe to the mind equals what I currently know. Yes. So if you take away its safety net, you know, it's like taking that safety blanket off off a child. And suddenly Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you know, where's my safety blanket? And that's why you go back to reaching for the chocolate or the alcohol or whatever it is um, that that is there. So he talks about habits in a completely new light in a completely different way to what I've ever heard them talk about and gives great practical advice. There's worksheets that you can also download um, from his website that help you in tracking your habits changing them understanding them um, and it was a game changer for me and i um, teach a lot of work out of james's
1: books when i'm doing habit changing work with my clients fantastic thank you for sharing that so you're you're doing some fantastic work i can see the energy and the passion coming through you which is so so good to see if you could be remembered for one thing what would you like that to be
0: Aww such a nice question um I want to be remembered as a kind person just kindness um you know I I think uh, it's when I think about this I'm thinking you know if people were to get up and speak at my funeral what would I want them to say about me that would make me really feel good about myself and I think kindness you know and for me kindness isn't just doing things for other people Every day is an opportunity to be kind to everybody that you come across because I think there's just not enough kindness yeah. in the world, you know? So it's, can I meet a fellow human being just with compassion and, you know, being nice to somebody, you know? It's, it's like when you're out walking the dog, I smile and say hello to every single person I see. Yeah, me they too. don't have to greet me back, but you just yeah. do it because, you know, if I'm at the supermarket, and there's you know there's a, a little old lady or a short short person I'm quite a tall person so if there's a short person who's you know you can see them like looking at that thing on the top shelf you know I'm not going to wait for them to ask if I see somebody standing there I'm just going to go is there something I can help you with I don't work in the supermarket but I'm still do you need me to reach that thing on the top shelf you see what that does to people yeah it is you know, so nice you- yeah you know giving somebody a genuine compliment even if it's just like i like your nails i like your shoes you know your hair looks great today whatever it is it can, again it can be a complete stranger when you show kindness to somebody you see what happens to them you see it in their eyes you see their face light up for that moment and what that does that's a physiological
1: shift for them there's a little center in their brain that just went ping, yes and then they feel so it in true. their heart. Yeah. You know? And when people say to you, well, that's, oh, that's they stop you in the supermarket and so say that's a nice dress. I'm like, oh thank you. Like mm-hmm. I
0: don't feel good now. You walk up yeah. a little bit higher, hey, walk up up. Taller. yeah. Yeah. The lady did yeah. that to me in the queue at the chemist the other day. She actually followed me out. She went, excuse me, excuse me. And I'm like, what did I leave something behind on the counter? She goes, I just gotta tell you, like your dress is beautiful. And I'm like, like oh I bought this like five <laughs> years ago, but okay, thank you. You know. Yeah. But, but also being able to accept compliments is a super important thing and that's probably part yes. of your confidence work that you do is to be able to go, thank you so much. And then you just go, yes. oh, I feel a little better yeah. today. I'm going to walk a little taller. That is I so want to leave that behind. I want to do that for others in every single interaction that I have with them. And yeah. that's, that's
1: what I want to be remembered for. And I can hear and see your passion coming through in that. So that is a, a wonderful thing. And, and I'm very much of the same mindset that, Just be kind to yourself, because sometimes we're our worst critic and we're harsh on ourselves, but also being kind to others, Um, you know, letting someone in in front of you in the traffic and all those small little things, you know, and giving someone a wave when they let you in in the traffic if you need to get over and all that sort of thing. So with all of the work that you're doing and the wonderful things you're being recognised for with the Osmopreneur Awards and the RAW Awards, which congratulations on those, that's That's fantastic. What are your top three tips that you can give our audience? This this is hard. Like three
0: um, yeah. uh, in in the book that's coming out. So in Goodbye Busy, Hello Happy, I actually write about my seven steps for living well, out, you, can you can life. give us seven. Let's just give us a <laughs> Let's, just give, them, let's them. give you the. <laughs> we'll give you the condensed version. Then yes, you can buy the book. All right. So the three. Like if I only like just do these three things. Number one. Get really clear about what you do and you don't want in your life. Literally sit down and write a list. Here is all of the stuff in my life I don't want. Now that could be, how do I feel right now that I don't want to feel? Who's in my life that, you know, I wish I could wave a magic wand and they weren't. Or I just want to have a better relationship with them more than what I do. But typically, you know, really feeling into how do I not want to feel and live anymore? And then think about how do I want to feel instead? So, for example, you might say, I, I don't want to be sad and angry and resentful and frustrated. Okay, how would I want to live instead? I would like yes. to be happy and calm and relaxed and joyful and energetic and oh my god how amazing does that sound
1: that's (laughs) a great tip
0: yeah yeah. so write them down get it but then once you've got that list of things you need you've got to put it somewhere where you see it every day okay so i tell my people they write it on a piece of paper i give give my clients this this list because we've also got to trick the brain into coming on this journey with us and it's it's the power of the affirmations yep all right write it on a piece of paper in big letters and stick it in a plastic sleeve and stick it on the wall of your shower so when you are showering it's there say them to yourselves breathe into them stick them on the fridge put them on sticky notes on your mirror sliding doors next to your desk you've got to see this stuff and and really breathe it in and feel it into your life every day otherwise it's not it's not going to sink in so that's number one number two mindfulness do it, do it, do it. I used to think that it was like ridiculous and I can't meditate and I can't turn off my mind and blah, 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 blah. It's super, super impactful. The science is all there uh, about it. You don't need to meditate for half an hour sitting cross-legged and, you know, humming and all of this kind of stuff. You just don't. So learn to meditate and also learn some mindfulness activities. Um, Some of the really, really critical ones with there is breathing yes sounds simple right but you know th- even 30 seconds of deep breathing what that does to your body your vagus nerve is just going oh thank you god so much thank you for breathing oh uh, and then learning a little mindfulness techniques you know might be a bit odd if you're in the middle of a meeting and you suddenly close your eyes and start you know <laughs> breathing really really deeply so learning some tools and techniques that wherever you are in your life no matter what circumstance you're in what is coming up for you you've got some little tools and techniques that you can just go oh i'm feeling a little overwhelmed i'm in the middle of a meeting with 20 people but i can do this little technique that that
1: i learned um, so one, next- one thing with that in the middle of a meeting you could just take a big deep breath yeah. Yeah. And that in and of itself um could be that just helps you to reset Yep, absolutely. There's so many little things you can do um, and
0: little techniques that you can learn to really, really help with that. So Perhaps. number one, get clear about what you do and don't want. Number two, learn mindfulness. And number three um, is know your values and live in alignment with them. Yes. Right. So living out of alignment with our values is one of the biggest reasons we feel anger and resentment and frustration. Yet ironically, most people, when I say to them, What are your values? They're like, Oh, and uh, any, uh, 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 um, yeah, be not like you know, you should be able to go. My values are this, this, and this. So, know them because knowing your values helps you live in alignment. What does that mean? It means that you are making decisions where you are true to yourself. Yes. So, what job should I take? What friends should I have? What activity should I do? What action should I take when a circumstance comes up? So that when when you know your values and you're living in alignment with them, you get that gut feel.
1: That it feels good.
0: That it feels good or this doesn't feel good. That's when you know you're in alignment. Um, And so, or you can measure and say, if one of my values is self-respect, is that activity or that person or that decision in alignment with my value of self-respect? Am I respecting myself by choosing to do that? The answer is no, you don't do it because that's not in alignment.
1: Correct. Yep. So yeah. know your values and live in alignment with them would be my third. They are three fantastic tips and thank you very much for sharing those. Mm-hmm. So we're getting a bit close to the end of today's session. So I was wondering if you could tell us maybe in one sentence, what's the best advice you'd give to someone struggling with confidence or who doesn't have clarity at the moment?
0: Mm, super important. Um, I always say to people, Go and ask somebody who truly loves you, who knows you and truly loves you unconditionally, and ask them to to go away and write down for you all the reasons that they love you, all of your strength, all of the things they admire about you, and then read that list out loud to yourself. That's great advice. And then go, like, stick that on the fridge. Stick that on your shower wall. Yeah, We are never as kind to ourselves and we never see ourselves until we do this work as as perfectly as what other people see us so yeah. if you're struggling to find confidence and you really don't have clarity and you don't know what to do and how awesome you are
1: go ask somebody who loves you and get them to tell you how awesome you are that is so true because we're very very harsh on ourselves as I said we're our own worst critic and the way that others see us is not how we see ourselves so the mirror work is really important for us to look at ourselves differently, but getting that feedback from others. I know that, you know, years ago, my husband said to me, Helen, you're really confident. And I'm like, am I? I'm like, (laughs) no, no, everyone, everyone thinks like this. He goes, no, no, no. You are super confident. Like you have an abundance of confidence. And I'm like, Oh wow. Maybe I do. And you know, it's, it's, and how others see us. And so, you know, hearing that from others is absolutely going to help us feel better about ourselves so thank you that's a really good tip I think I'm going to do that with my family at the moment uh, so that'll be nice to to do and I might get, ask them to do it for themselves as well
0: mm-hmm. we Definitely. might have a, we
1: might create a family circle where we all write nice things what we feel about each other was is a really good tip. Oh, that would be so beautiful I, thank you for that thank you that's a really good tip for for me and just to finish with today uh coming to a close of our session where can our listeners find you okay great question um on all the w's
0: of course so yes. um infinite mind life coaching.com.au or queen of my own universe.com.au uh and of course uh facebook pages infinite Mind life coaching queen of my own universe uh, and also on um, What's the other one? Instagram um, Instagram. as well. (laughs) Um, Also on um, LinkedIn, you can connect with me either as Margaret Foley, but also Infinite Mind Life Coaching and Clean Mind Universe do have their own
1: pages on um, LinkedIn as well. Thank you very much for taking the time to be with us today, Margaret. And what I'll do is I will put all of those links in the show notes for our listeners so they can just click on them to find you. And maybe we'll have a little link to your book as well.
0: Absolutely, the book comes out on the 1st of September um, and so the details of all of that
1: um, will be on my websites as well. Fantastic. So everyone, keep an eye out for Margaret's book that's coming soon, the a place for <laughs> you. And thanks for joining us today, Margaret. And I look forward to seeing all of the wonderful work that you're doing out and about. And thanks to everyone. We'll finish up there today. Thanks so much, Helen. Bye. Thank you, Margaret. Bye.
0: And thank you for listening to the Confidence New podcast. Follow Helen on Instagram,
1: Helen Luxford 100, on Facebook, Helen Luxwood Coaching and Hypnosis, and on YouTube, Helen Luxford. And access more free resources on Helen's
0: website, www.helenluxford.com. Music, Sunbeam by PurplePlanet.com.